Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, don't forget the global game is on SEN tonight. As always, Simon Hill in the chair. Graham Arnold's going to be the special guest tonight. So you got the big man in the, in the hot seat tonight, Simon. We do. How are you, mates? Um, yeah, Good, it's mate. only a month ago now before the World Cup. So, uh, you know, things are getting a bit uh, tight in terms of selection for <laughs> the would-be World Cup hopefuls. So uh, we'll, we'll be trying to sort of get a bit of information from Arnie. Not that he'll probably give it to us, but uh, we'll ask him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the goose, goose hitting factor as well. I, I'm interested to hear his thoughts on how that's played out. Uh, the what? Sorry, the goose hitting factor. The, the, yeah, the hitting. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, didn't he bring? So he he brought goose hitting back into the fold, didn't he? Uh, essentially, like a little bit of a uh, flipper well, yeah, roof from what did. they did back yeah. in '06. Yeah. Yeah, but that was only for a couple of games. Yes. Um, he's, he's not going to be at the World Cup, so. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was more to do with, um, you know, the fact that it was the centenary celebration game against New Zealand. Um, and I thought it'd be not a nice touch to bring Horse over. And obviously, no doubt he had one or two things to say as well, some advice to impart. Uh, but he's, he's not, not going to be a part of it going forward. Yeah, little few few little pearls of wisdom and then jump back on the plane and uh, away That's you go. It. Right, A-League, a uh, let's hook into to what's taken place and what unfolds in terms of this weekend. So Western United went down. So Sydney FC get their first one uh, on Sunday, just gone 3-1. What did you make of that? Uh, yeah, look, an important win for Sydney FC. Uh, they had to come from behind. Um, I, I like the two wingers that they brought in, Robert Mack and Joe Lolly. Uh, they look to be uh, very good additions. Um, Adam LaFondra missed a penalty and scored one. Uh, I think there are a few issues still to resolve, you know, certainly defensively. It's a slightly new structure they're playing. Um, so it's going to take a wee bit of time, but th- they needed that win. I think had they lost that game, you know, particularly if they lost the big blue against Melbourne victory in round one, then the pressure would have been starting to build on Steve Corica, given that they went out of the, the Australia Cup as well to, to MPL opposition in the shape of Oakley Cannons. And, of course, they missed the finals last year. So this is, you know, it's a really important little spell list for Steve Corica ahead of the World Cup break uh, and for Sydney FC. And, and that's, that's a big morale boost for them to get those uh, three points and get away to the defending champions as well, who were uh, strangely off-key at the start of this new season. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Um, what about MacArthur? FC and Daniel Arzani as well. So scores one goal, sets up another. They win two nil. Is is he a bolter? You reckon for the World Cup? Well, that's certainly one of the questions we'll be asking Arnie tonight. So if he's listening, at least he's got <laughs> time to do some preparation. Um, I'm sure we'd, he'll have expected that question anyway. Yeah, look, it's only my personal opinion. Uh, it was great to see Daniel doing so well at the weekend. It, you know, on form, he's he's a terrific player. Uh, my personal feeling is he's, he's maybe left it a little bit too late uh, to make his run. 
Um, but you never know. You know, it depends what Arnie is thinking. Um, mm. If he's looking at wild cards, and certainly Daniel would be one of those, uh, would he be, you know, preferring a Garan Qual who's who scored for the Australian under twenties a couple of days ago as well, and yeah. is of course about to go to Newcastle in the Premier League. So. Uh, it, it's it's possible that he could make the World Cup, but really, I think over the next you know three or four weeks, he's got to have a performance like that pretty much every week, in my opinion. But you know, I'm not the national team coach, obviously. So only early days into this A League season. A number that jumped out at me yesterday, mate, that was put to me was was the attendance across the games of forty six and a bit thousand forty six. 1,725, which is average of just under 8,000. Now, you look at that and you go, my, my initial reaction was, wow, that's low. Last couple of years, the average has been around 5,000. Across the first two weeks, it's about 9,000, above 9,000, which is kind of the pre-COVID numbers. So it appears as though those numbers are, are settling back down again. Are they worrying numbers for you or are they starting to build back to post-COVID numbers that you'd like to see at A-League? Well, look, there's a couple of things to say about this. First of all, are crowd numbers where they where we want them to be? No, of course they're not. Um, you know, back in the early days of the A-League, we had averages of, you know, 14,000, and we'd love to be back up there. There's a lot of work to do, and nobody is pretending that, uh, you know, everything is, is rosy in the garden. However, you know, you have to consider that last season was utterly devastated by covid uh, the other thing to, to bear in mind, and, and in fact, there's two other things to bear in mind. First of all, th- there's an awful lot of discussion about crowd numbers. And, and this essentially comes from a mainstream media that doesn't really follow the game. And this is very easy for them to navigate. It's, it's, a, it's a straightforward storyline. I understand it. We talk about it, too, to a certain degree. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing to consider is the lack of mainstream media coverage that our game gets, to be honest, you know, half the time, it's a miracle anybody turns up. Um, now, if you compare this with rugby league, which, you know, SEN talks about 24-7, it's on all the major networks, it's in the papers, 10 pages a day during the season normally. And what's the average of the rugby league last season? 14, 15,000? Mm, yeah. I mean, really, a better question is why does rugby league not sell out its stadiums every single weekend? Because it gets so much media coverage across the board, we get nothing. Um, so, you know, th- this constant nitpicking about our crowds, oh, aren't your crowds a worry? Aren't your crowds a worry? Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, if, if, if I'm a general sports fan, I'm looking at rugby league and saying, why are you not filling your stadiums every week? Because you get as much publicity as you want. Yeah, um, it's it's, so it's there, perspective. There's a, there's a few different points to consider, you know? Yep, yep. No, nah, absolutely, mate. Hey, time's got the better of us. Have a good show tonight. Thanks, mate. All the best. The Global Game with Simon Hill coming in your way this evening. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.